Welcome officially to the Nigeria Daily Podcast for today. My name is Martia Omar. I'm not alone in the studio, though. I have um, Lillian. Lillian, hi. Hi, Martia. <laughs> so um, there are a lot of things happening in this election. And before the election, a lot of people have actually said that there will be surprises. We might see a lot of surprises ranging from Labour Party, from not being in the ballot box or where they ought to be last election. And then there seem to be the talk of town these days. And from, uh, you know, someone who was in Kaduna, I think he won the local government in Kaduna, who opted for Labour Party. Uh, allegedly, he is an Okada rider and yeah. he clinched the spot for the House of Rep in one of the local governments in, in, in one of the elections in Kaduna. So there are lots of surprises. So that's what we'll be looking at today on the podcast as we will be taking a look at some of the surprises of the 2023 elections. So, Lydia, which of them have stood out for you, actually? I think one of the surprises that stood out for me was the fact that we had... Um, in as much as people are looking at looking at it differently, saying that there was a certain level of voters apathy by as compared to the number of registered voters and the number of accredited voters, what stood out for me and something that came out of the surprise for me was the fact that we had lots of people being vocal and really involved in this election. Mm. People were not silent. People wanted their vote, and then it, it was kind of funny, but it wasn't funny. You know, Nigerians were ready to your gen is not working. Mm-hmm. We brought generator. We yes. don't have internet. We brought internet. If the sensitive materials are not here, I'll take my car to go bring it. We even had people cooking for the ANEC officials to I eat. I saw a polling cook. unit in Lagos, Victoria Island, where there was barbecue, there were drinks. They were all sitting down as if they were having a party. Yes. and Okay. So now, uh, talking about some of the surprises, in River State, as we are all patiently waiting for who becomes Nigeria's next president, in River State, results show that people voted their mind instead of following the suggestion of their governor, a wiki. And uh, of course, uh, it seems that it was heading into a lot of significance and um, strong will for the people of River State. I wouldn't even say it was just for the people of River State. I think almost everybody followed who they wanted to. Mm-hmm. You know, we had religious leaders and clerics coming out to say, vote for this person. But I think from what we're seeing so far, Nigerians voted beyond what their principal wanted them to vote. There was no longer that power of the incumbent having the mind of the people. True. And we saw it clearly in River State with Nason Wiki coming out to tell people to vote for who he thought was right for them. And these people clearly kicked against it. And he showed in his reaction to them as reports we saw coming in from River State. When we spoke to our correspondent from Rivers, he made mention of the fact that people were not allowed to vote because they were not voting for what the governor asked them to vote for. And they were declining the opportunity. And a lot of people experienced that. We showed that a lot of people didn't listen to what he wanted, but they decided to stand up for themselves. Mm. And that is different. That's something very surprising to see in um, Nigerian election. Okay, now, now take a look at Lagos State now and see, Lagos State is a commercial city just like Kano State in the north and every year Lagos has 
one of the highest population when it comes to elections. So there's this talk about Bola Tinubu, who is the presidential candidate of the APC. He won his polling unit, but the next polling unit, he didn't win that polling unit. So in large elite dwelling, Ikoi, Victoria Island, Leki, Ikate, Aja, and even Surulere, and locations like Festac and Amuwa Odofin, voters who lined up even before the voting materials arrived, delivered surprise victory to the Labour Party candidate, which is um, Peter Obi. So sending shocks wave across the political landscape. Initially, I was surprised that um, Tinibu didn't have, I mean, he was the former governor of Lagos State. Mm-hmm. He was loved by the people of Lagos. So what happened? Why the difference this time around? It was still shocking that he was the Labour Party was able to pull as much crowd as they did in Lagos State for a state that was supposedly called Tinubu's own, you know. The APC chieftains are not feeling comfortable at this point. In Joss now, Lalong. Mm. Lalong is one of the strongest chieftains of the APC. And now he's vying for his seat at the Senate. In his polling unit, he had the highest vote for Senate, but he couldn't deliver for the presidential candidate. That's another surprise. And it now... Boils out to show the fact that Nigerians have woken up and mm-hmm. they will vote for who they want. Mm-hmm. So yes, young people did turn up beyond social media and that is something new that we're seeing. Okay, so th- this is something that might be of interest to some people. They said they are VIPs who lost in their polling unit and I'll just call out their names now. Abdullah Adamu is from Nasara State. He lost in his polling unit. I mean, the presidential elections, we had more votes from other party than the APC. Dati Baba Ahmad, who is a vice presidential candidate, of the Labour Party lost in his own polling unit as well. That, of course, will be a, a, a very shocking uh, news for most people. Ahmed Lawan, who is the Senate president, you know, the, the saga between him and Machida and who becomes the sen- next Senate president. It was, you know, the APC and Machida who went to court at the end of the day and it was victory for Ahmed Lawan. He is the one who, of course, uh, going to represent Yobe uh, North. Uh, he lost his polling unit, actually. Mm-hmm. He couldn't deliver for the presidential candidate. Also, Femi Bajabiamila, Speaker of the House of Representatives, also lost in his polling unit. Then we've talked about Simon Lalong of uh, Plateau State. He also lost in his polling unit, but he didn't lose uh, vying for Senate in his own polling unit. I think among all of them, the person's one that didn't really come as a shock to me was um, the vice presidential candidate mm. for the Labour Party because prior to this, he was not really a political voice like that mm-hmm. or someone who had a strong position in politics to have a say or to be that popular amongst his people. So it didn't come as a surprise to me that he lost in his polling unit. But it was, it, was a, it was a surprise for me because like we talked about the third force, mm-hmm. a lot of people were going for LP and we saw that the Labour Party won in some local government of Kaduna. So it, it was kind of surprising because he's a vice president. You know, it's one thing. He is a vice presidential candidate, no mm. doubt. But did he have a relationship with his people prior to being the vice presidential candidate for the Labour Party? Was he, you know, was he into politics as much as he should have been? Now we have the likes of Bajabi Amila. He has mm. been in the house. We have the likes of, I mean, um, um, the APC chairman. I mean, that that's a big person. That's someone that shouldn't lose his own, um, his own polling unit. So these are people that have had political voice for years. And then compared to Dati Baba Ahmed, I wouldn't say I'm surprised about his, but the rest of them, that's a lot. At this point, let's go on a quick break. We'll be right back.
www.delitrust.com. That's the home of news you can trust. And features, analysis, and in-depth reports that are rich. That's right. In addition, you can get much more. But how? Let me introduce you to Trust Plus, where you can get added value. And where is that? Visit the Trust Plus portal and subscribe. You mean subscribe to become a member? Yes, and that entitles you to exciting opportunities. Like what? A chance to connect with Daily Trust journalists to suggest stories you want to read and even contribute in producing the story. Wow, could you show me how to get a Trust Plus? It's simple. You can visit the portal on membership.dailytrust.com now. Welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. And today we're talking about the surprises of the 2023 election so far, uh, while we patiently wait for who will be declared the next president of Nigeria. Don't forget, Lilian Ogazi is still here. Lilian. Hello. <laughs> uh, let's let's come down to Abuja now, where we are broadcasting from. You know, the Senate seat has been for PDP for the past twenty years. I remember Ireti Kingibe. Mm-hmm. She in two in two thousand and three, she was the Senate uh, senator representing FCT, and now she tried for four times. She didn't defeat uh, Philip Aduda, but with the revolution we are having right now. It seems that it's tilting towards King Gibe right. No, I think the eye opener in this election is the fact that people have gone beyond voting for tribe and party. People mm. are now voting for candidates. Mm. That's what I got to realize. You find, um, I know I, I had a conversation with some people. He said, Yeah, I voted for Ireti King Gibe because I've gone through her portfolio and I think she's good. Mm. But for the House of Representatives, I voted for one other guy in the PDP because I've gone through his portfolio and he's good. So I voted for someone in the APC. So people are looking at candidates now. It's no longer about the parties anymore. Mm. Although parties' affiliation still stands, but you have some candidates whom their portfolio beats beyond whatever past record the party has. And Nigerians have been are ready to look beyond that. Nigerians are not voting, oh, Labour, Labour, all true, APC, APC, all true. No. If the candidate for Labour Party is good as a president, they are voting for them. If the person uh, for the next party is good for a Senate because when you, we look at as the results have been trickling looking at mm-hmm. them you realize that a different party is winning for presidential seat a different party is winning for house so it shows that people are aware and people are voting beyond which is good mm-hmm. people are voting beyond the party people are now voting the candidates and we did this to force the party to bring out a good candidate in the next you know if we have when we have another election in the next four years we'll realize that oh Four years ago, Nigerians were voting for candidates. Mm-hmm. So maybe the best thing we can do is to field them a candidate that is worth their time and worth their research to vote for. Now, one more thing that also got to us, which um, we're still yet to look into, but I'm pretty sure by the time this episode goes out, we're going to see that, was that a police, um, a, an Okada rider won a seat of the House of Representatives in Kaduna State. And that was, that's like, a sh- it still shows that these people looked at him and said, yeah, this guy deserves it. <laughs> This guy, maybe he was the head manager of the Okada group or something, but this guy deserves it. And you know what? He just has to take the position and that was it. So I think this election has opened our eyes to so many surprises, more than we expect. He seems to be an Okada rider. And they said he's honorable. Donatus K. Matthew, he won the Federal House of Representatives in Southern Kaduna on the Labour Party. Uh, he contested the Federal House of Representatives for Kaura Federal Constituency in Southern Kaduna Senatorial District won the ticket under the LP. And according to report, Matthew was an ex-counselor during ex-governor Ahmed Makarfi administration in Kaduna State, but fell into hard times, which led him to driving Okada. 
So oh. there's there's a lot of backstory. <laughs> yes, he he was a, a former councillor, you know, ward councillor, getting to the chairman of a local government party. And this is not somebody like a lot of people would say. He's not somebody who just ventured into politics just like that. He just walked in and no, picked up the the he, Labour Party. He has been there. And he has been out. Yes. He has gone to the grassroots. He has experienced life differently. Mm-hmm. So that is enough to give, give him a position to, you know, change people's life. Because he has experienced both sides. He has experienced being in power. And he has experienced things not working out for him. And he had to go into Okada. He has experienced being an Okada rider with tout and all of that, you know, disturbing him. So what makes you think that kind of person will not go into power and would go into power and be a, be a different person or not want to work for the people? And mind you, it might even probably be his union that voted for him and they could vouch for him as someone who could have And they said not only did he win, he delivered his local government for Labour Party. Oh, wow. The results is 10,466 for Labour Party oh, wow. in that polling unit. That, <laughs> that's so much. So there are a lot of surprises for us is the fact that votes in the North, which normally is being shared by, you know, one of the parties are actually one thing that uh, people talk about. But let's Let's not go into vote matters yet, but let's just keep our fingers crossed. Okay, these are some few surprises that we have on this episode of Nigeria Daily. If you have more, you can just drop them on our comment section on Twitter and Instagram. It's at daily underscore trust. On Facebook, it's at daily trust. Don't forget that this episode on Nigeria Daily, so to speak, is open for, to sponsorship and advert placement. You can reach us via our social media platforms or you can even call us on our number 913 3390. And that is how we will be closing the curtain on this episode of Nigeria Daily. Do well to listen to other episodes of Nigeria Daily. And of course, you'll be glad you did. My name is Martia Umar. And my name is Lilian Ogazi. Bye for now.